The following is a Claves online production. My guest today is Cardinal pitcher Jack Flirty. Jack, thanks for joining us. And the, the, I'm sure there are two questions that are tied for first on the ones you get most. A, how are you getting along? And B, when are you going to play? <laughs> oh, man, Claves, it's been a long time, man. But uh, I, I'm, I'm doing fine, doing as much as I can to move around and not sit on my couch the whole time. That's for, for sure. But and and same thing in uh in Milwaukee was you know you just kind of find your way sitting on the bed watching some movies, some TV. Uh, same thing here, catching up with, with with some family, just just seeing how family's doing. Um, but I mean. Word is we're, we're, we're playing soon. Um, we're, we'll be back out there soon, very, hopefully very soon. So take me back to when you first heard uh, a teammate had tested positive. Your thought went through your mind then, and now here we are, and we still haven't played since then. How do you feel about it now? Uh, it was immediate you know, worry just for who, like, whoever it was, just for their health. You know, that's the first thing that goes through your mind. You know, somebody – Somebody tests positive and um, you want you just you just wonder, you know, you start to worry about that, their health and whoever else might be affected. Am I affected? You know, what's what's going on? And it, it, it all happened. I mean, it was it was Friday morning right before the, the Brewers game when it all kind of happened. You know, I woke up to a phone call and was was told like, hey, this is what's going on. We're not playing today. Uh, we don't know about the rest of the weekend. So the guys on. The Brewers, because everybody was just asking questions, and it was, uh, but it was just uh, the most thing was was immediate concern, you know, wanting to make sure that everybody was going to be okay, that, um, you know, every that we nobody was going to have any sort of complications, and I think that the, that's a big thing is, you know, it's is hearing from everybody that they're doing well and everybody's like, well, and it, nothing's been you know too serious, but, um, and even up until now, it, it's just been a lot of okay. You know, what can I do during this time? What can I do to whether it's get better or, you know, improve some relationships with family, um, whatever, you know, find whatever you can uh, during this time. So what have you done to be creative? I, I know trying to stay in shape mentally and physically is something that you, you can only go so far with if you're not outside, you're not playing or, or at least working out. But what, what are you trying to do and what have you felt like you've done that you've been able to accomplish or improve on since this whole thing started? Yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I mean, I went through the whole Brewers, you know, I did done a lot of feel like I've done a lot of scouting, like sitting there just looking at numbers because I'm like, I can't look at a TV screen anymore. I've watched <laughs> as much basketball as I, as I can. And I just continue, you know, it's just on all day, you know, but with, with them playing, it feels like it's there's games every every hour you know it just goes from one to the next and you just can you watch that all day so um i mean that's been entertaining at least at least you know we've had that to to kind of go through but uh you know looked at a lot of scouting reports um you've worked out work out workout in the hotel um like just in my room workouts in my room obviously you know there was the whole throwing uh again into the mattress deal that that went on you know, I was trying to figure out that, you know, it was like, okay, we, we need to move arms somehow. I was going to do some towel drills. They said, hey, we're going to drop some balls in at everybody's room. I was like, all right, well, how am I going to throw? And I guess I got the idea just 
So let's just prop this mattress up and, and see what happens. Threw a couple against it, it, it would pop straight down. So that was that's probably the most creative that I that I got during this entire uh, during this time. So that, that was good. That was that's one of my better ideas to to pop up to prop up the mattress and do that. So I guess we'll see this on YouTube as a new throw a new throwing tool here down the road. I'm yeah, sure you had the idea. I would recommend it. But if you really need to, I guess it works. If you're stuck in a hotel and you, you know, you go on a trip somewhere and you got to get some throwing in, you could always find a way to throw into into the mattress. It'll it'll work. You know, I, it luckily wasn't too spring where I, there was the the one concern was like, all right, if I throw this too hard or I throw it too high, like is it gonna bounce back and like come shoot at me? And it's just like, like a comebacker. It's just like a comebacker. No, yeah, no problem there. The comebacker. 30 feet away. I don't know how quick that's going to come back. I got a TV to worry about behind me. If it misses me, like that TV's broke. Now I'm paying for that. I, you can't have that. So no, no, that's true. Yeah. It was, uh, there was a little concern, but what about long tossing in the hall? Uh, I mean, we, we had to stay in our room. So it was, it was long tossed into the mattress and, well, now, wait a minute. You have social distance. I mean, he's at one end, you're at the other end. There's no unless the waiter comes through and drops off and get hit, gets hit in the head or something. I think he'd be all right. Nah, there was none of that. Everybody was everybody was isolated to themselves. Um, just keeping mind their own business. A lot of FaceTime calls between the guys. A lot of texting between everybody. See how everybody's doing. Uh, I think some guys were playing like virtual or online poker. I don't even know. They, Everybody was doing whatever they could to stay in the during that. You do a lot of internet shopping. I mean, were you and Amazon new best friends now because you decided you needed three of what you already have at home? You know what? I did come back. When we got back, I did come back to like four or five packages that I had. You just you always wonder when you get back, like, what did I order? And it was all it was all ended up being necessary stuff that I needed. I at least I think. But who knows? I probably really don't need any of it. But I, I stayed away from that. Luckily, too much. Uh, man, at, it was. Yeah. Look at it this way. You got the Christmas shopping out of the way. So so don't worry about it. Hey, you know, the, the layoff has a lot of issues that come with it, obviously. Uh, and it's been a while since you pitched. What's that approach? What's that mindset going to be like now? Because while I know you want to pitch. And I know it's something that you you train yourself to do. You can't go out and, and pitch like, you know, this is August and you've had 20 starts under your belt. So what's that approach? What's that mindset like? I mean, health is going to be first and foremost for everybody. That's kind of everybody's thing on, on the, you know, for everybody on the team. It's everybody, you know, we haven't played since you know, July 29th, I believe it is, and uh, haven't had very many workouts on the field, you know, we had, I mean, we literally had two, we had two as a team and that's all everybody, anybody's been on the field was, was those two. So um, it, it's going to be a lot of, of everybody trying to stay healthy and, and really maybe, you know, go out, compete and, and then also, you know, survive that first maybe week or so that, that we have of games. Um, just considering the amount of games that we are going to have, the amount of games we're going to have to make up, uh, you know, it's it's going to be a lot, but you know, it's 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 a it's a new it's a new challenge for everybody to find a way to compete through it, to find a way to go out and you know try to win games. It's going to be a lot of different ways to try to go out and win.
aside from not playing and, and dealing with this isolation, what, what frustrations have you encountered and what have you tried to take away from a positive frame with this whole stop and start? Uh, you know, at, at a certain point, you just you just kind of you just get done with being frustrated. I mean, at, at that point, what, what, was frust- what is being frustrated going to do? You know, I, it was whatever day, a couple of days ago, I was like, what? I, I'm done being frustrated. I'm done being situation you know i sat down and was like all right i'm gonna go over the white Sox because that seems like that might be who who we play next and i just started going through their team and started doing that I was like all right what can i do to kind of prepare you know i was like i got the cubs done like well i was like let's see how many teams i can do and like i got through one i'll probably get through another one um and, and just find different ways you know watch whether it's watch interviews or or you know of, of different of different players and hear about what they have to say about baseball or this or that, you know, you find book that I'm, that I'm rereading as well. Um, just what are you reading? Uh, this is right here right next to me. Chasing excellence. Oh, I got that shit over there. Um, chasing excellence. Uh, big Car- Chris Carpenter. He, he, he suggested and gave it to me and I read it last year and I, I just wanted to reread it again because it just had a lot of, uh, just a just a lot of good things in it. A lot of like different different way about it. Different way of like the mental part of like of sports and, and how uh, you know he kind of this guy kind of trains his athletes. And so there's so many different things you could do. You know, with the shutdown being so long and is an argu- arduous task to to really get sixty games in. Um, was there ever thought of opting out? And have you heard other players even contemplate opting out? Because, you know, a lot of guys have made their money for the year, uh, the stop and start. Uh, you just don't get into a flow. And then guys start to think about their health, their family, and for, for obvious reasons and legitimate reasons. Was that something you've entertained? And have you heard a lot of that discussion amongst your peers? Uh, so, I, first, I can't I, – I really can't speak for anybody else on, on the team. Um, if they've thought about it, they have, but I, I can't speak for them. I haven't had any discussion with any of them about the possibility of, of, of opting out. Um, and for myself, I mean, yeah, you know, the thought crosses your mind, but you know, you sat around for this long, like you want to go play at this point. Like it's been between, you know, the layoff from end of spring training and the amount of work that went in from getting home, in, you know, whatever it was, March 15th or whatever, getting home March 15th and all the work being put in from, from March through July. And you just want to walk away from, from that. You put in all that work, you put in all this time, you put in all this effort, you get into a great place and yeah, you know, this happens and, and it's unfortunate and it stinks, but you don't put in all that work for nothing. You don't put in all that, that effort to, to get to this place and, and, and to get better and to, to put your body through, Basically, I mean, for me, put my body through through hell to to get to get to this point to to be ready to compete, and um, you know, it's going to be a lot of doing whatever whatever I can to to get back to that point as quickly as possible. So, uh, it's it's a lot of communication, you know, from all sides from 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 the training staff to to the coaches, manager, uh, strength coach, everything. It's a lot of communication, trying to figure out what's the best way to, you know. Get get in shape. Keep yourself in shape. It's not like we, we're going to be completely out of shape. I mean, it's it's been a lot of days, but we're not going to be completely out of shape. But it's 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 a different, you know, 
it's a completely different hill to climb than we have ever, ever had to, to do before. You know, how, if you get. Uh, now I was just going to ask you, how concerned are you now that you've had a chance to learn a little bit more about COVID and its impact? And, and it seems like we're learning something different every day. How concerned are you about your health and well-being and how you're being taken care of by baseball and certainly the, the, the team? And also the whole testing procedure and making sure that, you know, it's accurate enough where you feel comfortable, not only for your health, but certainly your family. Yeah. Uh, you know, for me, it was, I'll say this. I mean, we had, I had conversations in when I was home with, with, with my doctor being an asthmatic, like I had conversations at home with my own doctor, like, Hey, you know, what do we, what's the best way to go about handling this, handling this situation? And, you know, this is what's going to go on going back to baseball. And he was like, look, you're good. Go ahead, go back. Just, you know, be smart, wear a mask, uh, keep your distance from guys when you can. Like, you know, the only time I really got to be around anybody is, you know, doing some drills or in a meeting. Otherwise, you know, when I go in the weight room, weight room's empty. Training room has been very empty. There's been a lot of precautions taken to, to keep everybody kind of away from each other. The only, the only time you're near somebody is if you have is you know when you when you have a meeting or um maybe you know wait like clubhouse right before the game when everybody's kind of getting dressed or getting ready but those are that's kind of an unavoidable thing that's just the nature of how things go everybody's going to be in the clubhouse get ready get changed go out for the, the anthem and then you got the game but game time you know they have everybody spread out you know starting pitchers when you're not pitching, like we weren't in the dugout. Um, we were away from everybody or we were, you know, doing something else, but uh, you know, it, it's been one of those things that, that you, you you pay attention to and you pay attention to what you can do to try to limit or uh, what's the word I'm looking for. You want to take as many precautions as, as, as you possibly can. And I think that's what, what this whole thing has been. And I think, you know, the, the, the results have just come back faster and faster and faster since this has all gone on. Like it's continued to come back faster and faster. And, it, it, you know, you wish it would have been that way from the beginning, but now we are where we are. You, you had this free time and, and obviously you're a guy who participates in social media. Uh, you have a lot of fun with it, but do you find yourself having to put it down or picking it up more? Oh, uh, because of the noise that you may encounter. Uh, and, and a lot of times it's just from people who are uninformed. So how have you tried to balance that? Because social media is part of what every athlete does these days. Yeah. You know, it is, it is what you have your phones, you have your phone with you at all time. And I, I think it was in Milwaukee. Like I, I, I got the, uh, whatever, wherever it was, I, Milwaukee here, I don't, but I got the, like, the notification on my uh, like my screen time, and it was up. Like, I, I it's it's bad how much it was up, but I saw it and I was like, damn, I've really been like on my phone <laughs> way too much, just not doing anything. You don't do anything like you're on it, you're scrolling through stuff like seeing unnecessary like things that are nothing, and you just like go through and you just and then the screen time popped up like Sunday morning. I was like. <laughs> and it had been going down and down and down for me too. It was like every week it was like your screen time is down. Cause I try, I've been trying to put it down more like put it down, stay off it, like stay, stay 
like I'm half time. I'm like logged out of Instagram. I'm not even on. I'm not on it. Not paying attention. I'm like logged out of it like all the time. And but when that, that screen time popped up, and I was like, it's like we got. It sounds like you need a hobby, man. Have you found one? And, and you know, because you again, you've had this free time. My hobby is sports. I watch basketball, watch something else, like read a little bit. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll play some video games here and there. I, but, you know, I prefer to play it against somebody like the, that kind of competition. Um, but, yeah, my hobby did, my hobby is sports and, and, and doing anything from that sense. You know, I, uh, All right. So you're, you're a guy who enjoys sports. So if you watch some a little hockey whole lot of basketball. I don't know about the other sports. What do you think of the bubble concept that we see with the NBA and the NHL and, and certainly the success they've had of not having uh, a positive issue that we're seeing in other sports like baseball and, and we've seen it even in golf? Uh, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, look, I mean, it's worked for them. They, they found a way to make it work. They found a way to uh, to make it happen. And, um, and it just kept, you know, being reported like, hey, um, yeah, whatever it was, like we've had this number of tests, like, and there's been no new cases, no new cases, no new cases. And you're just like, great. And the concept is if the bubble stays there and nobody goes in or out and everybody's negative in it, you can have free interaction with everybody. It's not like it's going to find its way in out of nowhere. So yeah, you can have free interaction with everybody. I haven't. Has hockey been just as clean as? Yeah, they've been. As, they, they haven't had a soul test positive. Yeah, so them and and in basketball, obviously, they had the guys test positive before going, which was a, a good move to have everybody. Hey, we're gonna have you test before even leaving, and like, okay, if you tested positive, like, hang out once it clears, and you can come back, and then you can come fly in. Um, but it's worked, and you know I know it was explored in baseball, but I believe it was explored like it was it was starting in and again it was starting in in, in two hot spots of you know Arizona and Florida, which both picked up and ended up being big hot spots when that was going on. Obviously, it's working for for basketball; they've kept it very secure. But um, when it comes to baseball, I believe. You know, we were talking about doing it from April, May. It might have been May, I think, when that story, like, first came across or that idea first came across of, like, hey, we can make this happen, like, from May through October. And I think both sides are like, that's a, that's a long time. You know, basketball, they're, you know, they're, they, they got their eight games, their preseason, whatever, their preseason scrimmage games, and they got their eight games and then they got playoffs. I mean, we were going to go from – May through the end of playoffs. Could we have done it? Probably. We probably could have made it happen. I think you guys, we could have toughed it out. Um, there was, I think everybody had reservations about going to, to home city and, and going here and there and, and traveling in and, and you never know who you might run into. So I think guys had, had reservations about about traveling guys also had reservations bubble and being kept up in a place for still like five months what, what do you think as you look at this thing unfold we have baseball 
basketball, hockey. What have you taken away from it that maybe you feel like maybe baseball could have been more active about? Or do you think they checked all the boxes along the way? Because it, obviously it's a different sport. It, there were going to be more games. But is there anything you've witnessed in the other sports so far that you feel like, you know, maybe that was something baseball should have taken a longer look at, aside from the bubble and, and the schedule? And, and again, you're going to be playing more games. Right. I mean, look, this was the this was a long, long discussion. And I know a lot of uh, a lot of what was be in the media was that everything that was discussed was money, money, money. And it was it was all about pay and that's all we cared about. But the first thing that we wanted to talk about was the, was the health. We were all concerned about uh, players about the health and safety side of it and wanting to make sure that that was right. You know, the, 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 the money and, and the, and the service time and everything that was secondary, obviously it was important and it was kind of made out to be that that's all that either side cared about, but the health side was the most important. And there was a number of discussions on, what can we do? Can we do this better? Can, what can we, can we make this happen? I mean, the amount of like the amount of tests that we go through, we get tested. Now it's for us, it's been, you know, every day, uh, at the beginning it was, it was every other day we were getting tested and, you know, we had temperature checks every day, uh, in order to catch it as quickly as possible. Um, but you know, I, you know, you've seen the, uh, I know there was the, what was it? The uh, you know, I don't know, you know, the lions, they showed their thing with like screens or whatnot in their clubhouse, like uh screen between each locker. Um, I saw the Broncos or whatnot walk through like a big, like a sanitizer thing, like a whole body sanitizing thing. I don't know, like, I don't, I don't know how, how much those help or what, you know, if they're truly do help out. Um, I think we, we did, that so much was done to, to try to make this happen and, and to make it happen. It's still going on. Like we're going to figure out the rest of the season. Um, God willing that there, there's no more, you know, positive cases and that this is the last of it and we'll, we'll get going. Um, but yeah, there was, there was a lot of time and effort put into what can we do to make this thing safe? What can we do to make this thing happen? All right. You told me that um, you, you've been basketballed out to the point where you watched every dribble virtually. You want to handicap the playoffs for me? Is it what? Do I want to what about? You want to handicap the playoffs. Who do you like? And, and also, it, it's interesting when you have these down moments or hours or days or months, it seems like we, we pay closer attention and maybe we recognize a player or a team in a different sport that we didn't know was that good. Uh, so first of all, who do you like in the playoffs? And secondly, what team or what player has created or garnered more interest on your behalf? Uh, and then maybe it's not basketball. Maybe you watch golf. Maybe you saw a shift to hockey or maybe you saw something else that piqued your interest. So first of all, give me your NBA picks. I watched a little bit of ho- I've watched a little bit of the hockey. I haven't watched a whole lot. I'm probably now that the playoffs are going, cause I didn't know. I truly, I had no idea what was going on. I was like, what is this like round <laughs> Robin? And then they've got a series going on. I was like, I, I'm, I'm lost. Just let me know when the playoffs start so I can follow it. Then playoff hockey is entertaining. I mean, I used to watch a lot more when uh, being from LA, when the, when the Kings were, were doing it when I was in high school. Um, but basketball wise, man, it is the West, and both sides are going to be very interesting. 
the West is going to be very interesting with the Lakers, the Clippers, the Rockets. Uh, if Portland makes it in there, Port, I mean, Portland can score with the best of them. I don't – Gary – his name is Gary Trent. I, Gary I Trent Jr., who, yeah. Gary Trent Jr., my my what my me and my one of my best friends text each other same exact time. Who is this Gary Trent dude? Because I I kept watching and I was like, oh, it's Alan Crabb. And then they're like, no, I was like, no, it's not Alan Crabb. I was like, it's not, it's not. It's like, who is this dude? Like he's out here playing both sides. He's playing both like offense, defense, shooting jumpers, like doing it all. I'm like, who who is this third, like fourth dude that they have and they got dudes and they're big. That's the, like so you put them in a in a one eight like if they get that eight seed you put them in a one eight matchup with the Lakers. They're just as big as the Lakers. That they're you know Nurkic and and, and Davis uh, and then Collins and Davis like you know he's going to be the better player and you got Braun as well. But they're just as big, and their guard plays is. I mean, they got two of the, the best guard guards. The guard superior, yeah. CJ, it's, it's significantly better. So you look at that and you're like, man, that's interesting. Uh, you know, you look at what the Heat have done in games without Jimmy Butler when, you know, they beat the Celtics without him. Uh, but the Celtics have also looked really good. The, the Bucks have at times looked great. I don't think they've looked amazing. Um. The Raptors have have done it. They just play defense, and they just got a bunch of guys that do it. Uh, you know, TJ Warren and, and TJ Warren and Devin Booker are competing for who's going to be the bubble MVP. Like Luca's been unbelievable as well. So those three guys that maybe have been, I think, like Dame has been unbelievable. Like you know, he missed the two free throws and he owned up to it. He was just like. Hey man, I, I miss, and I know I texted you. I said it's gonna be real interesting because you're gonna hear everybody talk when it comes to the to the end of the game and it comes to big free throws because you're gonna hear all all the talk that goes on from the bench. Um, you know what? I'm glad you brought that up. How much chatter do you hear? And obviously, you haven't been on the field very much. How much chatter <laughs> do you hear? Uh, from the dugout, you know, because it, sometimes it's hard to hear. But, you know, now when you're playing in a stadium when there's nobody around, that's got to be an interesting situation for you. And I'm sure as you watched your other teammates deal with it, what's that like? Because there, there's some, there used to be a lot of good bench jockeys in the game. I don't know how, if that works anymore. But what are you experiencing? I think guys were like a little bit didn't know how to act. Like they were like, can I be loud? Like, I know that they're going to hear, they're probably going to hear everything that I said. Like if I say something to somebody else, I better be ready to own up to it because you can hear everything. I mean, you saw it in the, you know, the Astros A's incident yesterday where bench coach started to step up, say something. And he, Loriano didn't take too kindly to it. You can hear everything. It's not, you don't say something and dude isn't going to hear it. So you hear everything. And, you know, we didn't get a whole lot of time with it, but, it's like you want, you just kind of wonder, you're like kind of walking on eggshells a little bit of like, okay, how loud can I be? You know, can I say this? Or sometimes you just like, you know what, I'm going to say it. And, and if it, if they hear it, they hear it. And if it comes out that way, it comes out. But you still got to be you, regardless of if somebody's going to hear it and they might take offense to something. Uh, that's just how I am. I mean, you got you still got to find a way to be you and, and, and play the game the same way day in, day out. 
but it's, it's it's weird being able to hear a lot more like you, you can actually hear the chatter and it it it, it, it helps you kind of find ways to block out you know what, what they got to say and what what they're saying and you can hear it all you think we'll have somebody barking at you at some point where you have to peer into the dugout while you're on the mound and, and take a number and, re- and remember who said what? <laughs> I mean, if I hear it, I'm going to remember it. That's that's for sure. If I hear it, I'm going to remember it. Hey, for you, um, th- there's so much that you've obviously missed, and I know you eat in every night. Uh, what food or what restaurant do you miss most now? Everything. I mean, we got out to dinner. Like it's just we've been in. And we, I mean, I had we had hotel food for six, seven days, and we came to find out that the Fister has some pretty dang good wings for <laughs> for hotel food. That it seemed like everybody was ordering. Like you could tell they were a little bit overwhelmed because it was everybody was like ordering at the same time. Like it was it was a lot of the same. You know, I haven't had Pappy's this whole time I've been here. Um, that's the place I get get barbecue from a lot. Um, yeah, man. I mean, it, it's it, it's it's been it's just been a lot of time here, you know. Hey, I, I want to go back. To, we were talking about being on on uh, social media. What what's the what's the one thing you probably looked at and just rolled your eyes at and said, really? Because there's so much chatter that goes on, especially when there's so much downtime. Uh, what's, what's the one thing that you just kind of shook your head at and just said, you got everything, me. everything, that, everything that goes on there, what, what people want to say, whatever, whether it's about pitching or it's about what's gone on with, with the team. And, you know, people want to throw, throw like, okay, there, there's been, there's been, there's been a lot from being in, in Milwaukee to basically our team finding out things through the media. Like we haven't been told things and we're being told, you know, players are being told this and we're just like, and you know, Wayno came out and was like, we haven't literally haven't been told anything. We're in, we're in the text thread on the team. Like, has anybody been told this? Has anybody been told that? <laughs> and we're like, what are, what is going on? Like you got Saxon out here reporting things that we haven't even been told. Like we're just waiting and we're finding out things through the media and we're wondering like, is this true? Does anybody know anything? Can we call so-and-so? And that's been like, okay, how are you reporting this stuff? And then same thing when we've been here. Like, how are you reporting this stuff? Like, why is the – and then it was like, okay. And then it was people wanted to, like, get mad at, at, at so-and-so. And, like, yeah, okay, but let's – can we worry about everybody's health right now? Can we worry and make sure that everybody's healthy um, and and do – and just – worry about that the biggest thing was was people reporting things that just like we haven't even been told this like what are you talking about like what 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 is this and but that goes that goes on and on i mean twitter has given people it's given everybody a voice to be able to hide behind you know a uh, a screen and sometimes not even like a real screen just like a, whatever it's a fake uh, like a fake account, you got like an avatar, no nothing, and they feel like they can say whatever they want to. They they feel like they can say whatever they want. They can make a story about whatever they want. Like they, Twitter has given everybody a, a voice to 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 say whatever, which sometimes is good, and sometimes they just you go out, you have a bad game, and you just learn to like 
ignore everything because one, their opinion doesn't matter. You know, it's like Russ is it's Russ's big thing. You know, always said he's like, I've been given the ability, I've been blessed with the ability to not give a blank and referring to any opinion that doesn't matter, whether it's a, it's a fan, a writer, whoever. Opinion, opinion doesn't matter. What they say doesn't matter. What what matters is what what what's what's in here, what's in your heart, and you know what you went out and did, what you like, how you perform that day, and how you went about your business, going going about to get ready, and then just what you, what you do on like and everything else. So you scroll through, you see a lot of a lot of BS on, on Twitter, and you see a lot of. And I, I'm usually off Instagram, like a lot. Like I'll have action, and then I'll I'll be I'll be off it. What's the best thing you've heard or seen or written? Hmm? What's the best thing you've heard? Because while mm-hmm. social media can have its faults, every now and then yeah. you'll see something that may perk you up. There may be something that you would agree with. There's something that you feel should probably be exposed more and you should pass it on. So I'm sure there's been something that during this whole downtime that you've come across and you said, that's really cool. I think a lot of it with the, uh, with the push for the the social injustice has been uh has been one of the cooler things to see athletes getting behind each other and supporting each other and continuing to to push the movement you know the 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 WNBA the, those those girls that have been in that league have been pushing this like even better than everybody else they don't get they don't get the same coverage but that you know I got to know one of them a little bit here and there and you see like oh people don't want to watch WNBA well if you put them on ESPN people are watching it people will watch and will tune in and will pay attention like when you can actually tune in and watch them they will watch it like it's like why does everybody watch the NBA well it's on ESPN it's on TNT it's on these major networks and you put WNBA there there's people are tuning in and watching it not ESPN too put them on ESPN they're watching it on ESPN people tune in and watch it um but I think the biggest thing has has been the social, you know, the the social injustices and pointing that out, and everybody kind of having each other's back. And you know, when the Players Tribune puts out different pieces of, you know, from Donovan Mitchell's piece to uh, Natasha Cloud's piece, like just different, you know, Kyle Korver's piece from like a, a couple years ago, just different pieces, and everybody kind of supporting each other and continuing to bring to light those things, continuing to further that conversation, continue that conversation, not let that conversation die. You know, it was, a, it was the it was a big fear of, of of people and players and certain you know NBA guys, op, you know, opting out for those reasons because they felt well, we don't want to be a distraction to everything in the world. And I understand the you know I said I said the same thing of you know sports is coming back, but it's not meant to be a distraction. And I understand people saying no, this is what it needs to be. It needs to be a distraction. It needs to be a way for people to forget about everything that's going on for the three hours that this sporting event goes on. And I get it. I, I understand you need to find a way to, to get away. You need to find a way to decompress. We, as athletes, we find a way to, to get away and decompress from, you know, from the game, from everything that, that, that goes on in our lives. And I get it. But once that game ends, like, you can't forget everything that, that is going on. You can't forget the, you know, that it's been a, maybe 150 days or something that Breonna Taylor was killed. It's been a lot of days. It's kind of added up. I don't know off the top of my head, but 
um, it's been a lot of days since since Breonna Taylor was, was was killed, and you know they're still searching for justice. It's been there's there's a lot of good, honest talk and communication has gone on over the past few months, and that has circled through Twitter, through Instagram, through all of social media, and it's been great to see it continue to happen through this time. What what was it like for you? to be a guy who stepped up and, and have the support of your team from, from an organizational standpoint where you all were having good discussions uh, from management on down and having discussions and giving more education. What was it like to have that sort of support? Because there were some people in, in sports that were a little leery about it. We've seen it on the college level where they haven't really necessarily embraced it. But mm -hmm. uh, for you, what was it like for this to be the only organization you play for and for them to show the support to you and certainly what was going on? You know, it, it meant a lot just to allow me to kind of express how I felt and to have my back with it. You know, they can't really stop you from expressing how you feel, but to have my back and support of me and like, look, we got your back. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue to, you know, we're going to bring somebody in to talk about it. We're going to have a team meeting about it. You know, we're going to, you know, we're gonna allow you to wear your 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 shirts out on the field. We're gonna allow you to wear your shirt during during the anthem. Um, uh, we're allow you to wear you know the shirt when you go out and warm up for for pregame. Like just to have that support and to have that backing, it it really it just it helps a lot. And it, there's no real way to put it into words, but it helps a lot. And you know, when it all happened, I I when I was coming back, you know, I was active on social media a lot, but um, you know, I just, that's when the conversations really started with Deck and with Willie, um, with Hicks, with Justin Williams, um, and, and, you know, Shilty and, and was Shilty and, and, and Mo, but especially Shilty was just all in on, on having the conversations and, and, and sitting down and talking. And, you know, I was always like, Hey, look, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall behind Willie and Dex because they they really been through this. I haven't been through it the, the way that they have. I, I'm I still look at like hey I'm still like an outsider looking in on this. I'm still learning. I'm still trying to figure it out. And just I said told Dex from the beginning. I'm like look man, I'm gonna ride with you. I got your back. I'm still gonna be vocal about it, but I'm riding with you. Whatever whatever you got, whatever you want to do, you let me know, and I'm gonna follow you. I'm gonna follow your suit. And to sit in there and to have those conversations and to be able to have those conversations between, you know, myself, Willie, Dex, and Shilty, and just how involved Shilty wanted to be and how much he wanted to listen, how much he wanted to learn, and how much he continued to, um, you know, he's got his own organizations that he's involved with that nobody knows about, but dude's been involved in it for a long time. And to but just to see his involvement, see how much he wants to learn, see how much he continues to be in, really invested in this, it, it's, it's, you can't, there's no words to divide it. I think I hear your couch calling you. It's been a while <laughs> since you've been on it. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's a man, game coming up somewhere, someplace for you, I'm sure. Like, yeah, it's called for me to like take a nap or something. It's about like, <laughs> it's about that nap time in the day. Um, you know, well, listen, I, I get the feeling that the, the light at the end of the tunnel is, is within yeah. sight. There is light at the end of the tunnel. There That's you the go. And it's, 
It's my hope that we see you on the mound. Don't try and break Hicks's record throwing 105 miles an hour with the first pitch, but just just make it unhittable, and then we'll take it from there. That sounds good. Looking looking forward to getting back out. Hey, I'm I appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, I, I know you were really busy, uh, but I appreciate you taking the time and uh, good health. Stay in touch. Stay safe and. Uh, um, enjoy this time off because when you go back to work, you, you're going to be working. There's no question about that. It's be work. That's for sure. It's going to be work. It's going to be good work. He, he's Jack Flaherty. I'm Mike Claiborne. We thank everybody for watching and listening on ClaibsOnline.com.